Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Greetings, weary travelers, come, warm yourself by the fire, and let us regale you with mighty tales, tales of adventure, tales of heroism, and of course, tales of Tamriel, brought to you by the unofficial Elder Scrolls pages. I'm your host, Arkanir Silvershield, I'm joined by, as always, the man, the myth, the legend himself, Lotus of Doom, but we are also joined by a very special guest today, the project lead of Sky Oblivion, I don't even know if I'm saying that right, but we are joined by Rebel. How's it going, Rebel? Hey guys, thank you very much for having me. It's uh, it's going swell. Well, it's good to this have you. Uh... This is this is an exciting episode for us and apparently everyone as well because the response to this was quite amazing. Yeah, I, I mean, I figured as much as um, you know, we'll get into it in a second with with some of the most recent hype and stuff like that. But this is a project that like um, a lot of people are very interested in, to mm. say the least. So. It's it's nice to actually have you able to join us and kind of give us some cool behind the scenes stuff and uh, more than you know this is one of our situations where we get to branch out past just Elder Scrolls Online mm -hmm. and kind of look mm -hmm. at some of the other quote unquote live projects around the Elder Scrolls series um, and sometimes it's the community that kind of keeps some of these things alive which is which is pretty unique to this series. I mean, mm. with with no new main, you know, mainline Elder Scrolls game for like 11 years, you kind of have to fill that gap, don't you? Because a little bit thirsty. <laughs> they certainly are. And We're right around purged. the time I turned 50, I'm sure we'll be getting Elder Scrolls 6 or whatever. I mean, <laughs> fingers crossed. I, I remember talking about like several years ago and our realistic timeline for Elder Scrolls 6 was when people were expecting it like 2018, 2019, we were like, oh no, that's <clears> gonna <throat> be at least four or five years after that. And every year since then, we've kept saying four or five years. It's 2023 now. I'm still saying four or five years. So it's yep. just, it's stuck in time. And yeah, when 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 did we have the uh the Elder Scrolls 6 teaser? I believe it was oh, like four years ago now. I feel oh, like yeah. more than four because it was pre-pandemic as well. I mean, it was E3. I think it was 2018. Yeah, uh, it's 2018. I think so. It might be going on. Five. Yeah, you might be right. It might be. It might be five years mm. at eight. Woof. <laughs> it's, it's yeah. At at this point, that's some I age mean, under its belt. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Sky Oblivion will be Elder Scrolls Six in my eyes. Yeah, because it, you know, there you go. Oblivion. I'd, I'd, I'd settle for five point five. I'll take that too. Yeah, no, that's that, four that'd version be two. I mean, four <laughs> a second time. You put that together, you get six. It's it works out. There you go. Yeah, the math adds up. Yeah, it does. 
that's that's how we map. So for um, anyone who's not familiar with uh, Sky Oblivion and TES Renewal and other projects, what do you what is Sky Oblivion? What do you do with Sky Oblivion? Could you do like a quick recap for somehow somehow someone doesn't know it? Um, I mean it, it's it's I would I would understand if someone doesn't know it. Uh, because it, it feels like even at this stage when we've released like a, a a release date trailer, a lot of people won't actually get into it until it's something you can you know literally get into. Mm-hmm. Uh, up until then, you know, it's it's interesting for the people who have more of an interest in um, uh, like the the modding scene and 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 following our every move, seeing how things works like work behind the scenes. Um, so I'm I'm sure there's people listening to this now wherever and whatever who don't know what it is um like at, at, at the core <laughs> well hopefully if i can explain it uh halfway right um because i'm funnily enough this is not a question i get a lot like what is oblivion uh exactly but um uh essentially it's it's uh a group project between like volunteers from all over the world to bring the fourth elder schools game oblivion uh into the uh the latest you know elder scrolls engines we know so that would be the elder scrolls uh skyrim special edition um mm-hmm. there's a difference there as well you know like skyrim was released in 2011 on what we call like legacy edition and then it was re-released with like a uh a, a remaster um where it was based on like a 64-bit version mm-hmm. of the uh the elder scrolls engine like the gamebryo engine so that's like where uh what we're working on uh it's the the latest engine in the series which has like a a few extra upgrades like volumetric lighting for instance um and the whole premise is basically that we're trying to work together to remake the the quests uh the world and basically everything that falls within the the oblivion game so like think about anything going from like a, a big house to a really cool recognizable weapon like umbra uh or a spoon um <laughs> like we, 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 unfortunately like if we didn't have to remake all the 3d assets i'm fairly confident saying that we would have probably had something releasable by now but um, like way back in the day, someone from Bethesda actually showed up at the the test renewal forums. Back in the day, it was still like more Oblivion, and they were like basically, "Hey guys, really cool thing you're doing here. A couple of ground rules though: don't port meshes from one game to the other, and you should be good." <laughs> like okay, oh, that's well. <laughs> that's yeah. one thing that would make yep. everything take quotations like multiple times longer. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that was a, a a pretty tough pill to swallow because I'm actually I'm, I'm pulling up uh, the the spreadsheet I made back at the very start of Oblivion where I, I ripped all the Oblivion assets like all the the three assets uh, from the game to try and put them in like a, an Excel sheet and there is eight thousand and thirty two assets in um, in the game and fun fact the Webajack is alphabetically the last mesh in that list. That's pretty neat, actually. That's that's, that's, that's a, a real nice trivia. trivia. Yeah. I mean, I never I never noticed that until now. But, uh, <laughs> oh. that, I, wow, that is that actually answers one of the one of my curiosities as well. Like, how did Bethesda approach this project? But I guess yeah, that they just 
gave you one rule that would make everything take so much longer. And that, that, that <laughs> yeah. was their interest. And I'm, in I'm, I'm still curious to this day if the reasoning behind that rule was like internally they, they discussed it like uh, like there's this project what should we do like legal is is up our ass like they, they they're not happy with with what they're doing here because it's it's like it's it's going into some 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 uh great territory on whether or not this should be allowed and they're they're like brainstorming and they'll be like you know what we'll just tell them that we're fine with it but they have to like remake every asset in the game and like that takes a full-time 3d team mm -hmm. like I don't know, four years, you know, and they're getting paid. So there's no way in hell they're going to be able to do that. Just just tell them to do that. And we probably won't even hear about them ever again. Yeah, use it as a stall I, I feel tactic. Like maybe, maybe, yeah. Yeah, like maybe that, that, that conversation came up at Bethesda HQ. That's actually an interesting theory that it's just kind of like, okay, yeah, no, we'll just stall them. And then it was like, oh, no, they're, they're serious. They're committed to this. Okay, well... Yeah. I guess, I guess there it goes. So interesting. I I wouldn't be surprised. I don't, I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't think yeah. that that's actually something they 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 thought of. But it, it's, it's, it's just kind of an amusing idea to it, though. To just like <laughs> from a legal standpoint, I can totally yeah. understand that being like a yeah. You know what? They'll probably just burn themselves out. It's like oh no, all right. Oh, they didn't. <laughs> and as a side effect, it's a ton of goodwill. Like because you know allowing this, it you know Bethesda being pretty open with a lot of their modding and providing tools and stuff mm. like that to different people um it, it's pretty unique to 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 the series as as a whole because like the modding community a lot of times keeps the series alive kind of to your point earlier it's like well we haven't gotten a mainline numbered entry we've had spin-offs and Elder Scrolls Online is still like going and stuff like that as like supplementary to the numbered entries but it's the community that keeps this at the forefront and still so popular when it's like, who's even buying Skyrim at this point? And then you look at the charts and it's like, how is this still like in the top <laughs> 20 sales for like a, a, a platform? I think, I think it's very often, even in like the top 15 or top 10 most played games. Mm -hmm. If if you look on something like Steam DB, Steam. where you can, where you can uh, yeah, where you can see like the, 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 the top played games. It's yeah. like that, that that's, it's pretty, pretty damn unique for a single player game to be you know this active mm -hmm. this like long after the uh the actual release like that's yeah insane. yeah it, it really is because i was gonna say it was recently well recently it was like last christmas i believe but they had mm -hmm. like a playstation thing where where it was like the skyrim special edition was like super discounted based on like they did a vote like which game for the holidays would you like to see discounted and skyrim had like 80 percent of the votes and i remember some of the comments being like who doesn't own this game at this point that this many people still want this on discount and then it was like the number two sale for like the month i'm like <laughs> well how is that possible I mean, still my brother literally just like yesterday bought skyrim legacy and special edition because it was on his like old steam account that he had forgotten to and it was like well i mean it's discounted so might as well just gonna grab it again <laughs> that that that's how todd gets you you know it's, yep. it's the it's the resales I I even got my my brother in law like a copy for play uh, for um Skyrim on like the PlayStation Four PlayStation Five mm -hmm. so like I'm 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 partially to blame as well for that. Yep. It's yep. The, I, I, yeah. I have it on the Switch too. I I I never play games on this, <laughs> but I have Skyrim. <laughs> it, it, exactly. It's it's literally on basically everything at this point. Yeah. I mean, it, the the replay value is yes. crazy. The Alexa Skyrim is very entertaining. Oh yeah. I 
I love that they even double, like leaned into the meme. I really didn't think that was going to happen, yeah. but they they just leaned into it and. I, I appreciate that as well. That was good. Yeah. Yeah, they have a good job with a self-referential humor quite a mm. bit, uh, which which I always appreciate. <laughs> um, but that makes me kind of curious since we're kind of talking about like the the coding side of stuff. How did you get into creating mods and and like where did you kind of learn this stuff? Are you self-taught? Like self-taught? Did you have help? Like mm -hmm. how did this all get started for you specifically? Yeah, unfortunately, there there wasn't like a really wise old guy that that you know learned me his tricks. It was it was very much self taught, and I guess it starts like anyone. Like um, first, you find a mod for a game that you enjoy. Um, I was actually uh, like before I started doing uh, Sky Oblivion, um, and before my my channel kind of like and, and Rebels Eyes became like a Sky Oblivion front. Um, I was doing videos on on mods for all kinds of games like i was covering far cry was covering minecraft um and it was like at the time like i i had quite a successful youtube channel mm -hmm. um which i was pretty proud of like at that time um you had like the the youtube networks that you, you could do partnerships with mm -hmm. um and I, I was i was just like covering uh, uh all kinds of mods for all kinds of games and making more money uh, then I was like weighing, like uh, cleaning dishes at like a, a restaurant, um, which like to this day, I, I really hope I made the right choice because like as soon as Scablivian like started, uh, I, I demonetized everything. Um, oh. So I, I hope I made the made the right call on that. Um, but like that, that's kind of how I got into things. And as soon as like I, I found out Skyrim, like modding wise a whole new world like opens up and then i found out about like the the more oblivion project which was like oblivion or morrowind and oblivion which was fantastic um and that's kind of how i got into actually wanting to make mods because up until then installing mods was like the shit but making mods like that that brings you know entertainment to a whole new level mm -hmm. like instead of trying to find what other people make kind of like that fits your 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 uh, your niche you can make it from scratch yourself and then there's you know like youtube even even 10 years ago youtube was like a pretty helpful tool in, in learning stuff like this um, sure so that's that's yeah. kind of yeah that, that that's how i got into it um and then from there uh, i actually joined the the, the skywind project very early on um wasn't able to do much like i was able to make an npc uh, and that was kind of it and they didn't really need <laughs> that, that much <laughs> Humble beginnings indeed. I was actually like I was I was more trying to help them with like social media at first because they had no one doing that. Um and putting something on Facebook or Twitter isn't isn't that difficult. Um so that that's that's kind of how I got into the, the projects. Uh but then with, with Sky Oblivion, basically the, the lack of Sky Oblivion got me more into like the actual development side of things. Okay. All right. Interesting. So Sky Oblivion, it was that like already in the talks or people were considering it but didn't have the resources to allocate to while Skywind was there or was it your personal like project to okay I want to do this the Oblivion version type thing like how did Sky Oblivion it, came out it was it wasn't really um it wasn't really my my project or my idea um to give you a bit of background information back in like the more Oblivion days 
someone wrote a tool that basically converted a lot of the Morrowind data to Oblivion. Um, and that same tool was then used for Skywind. Like Skywind used more Oblivion as a, a basis uh, of, of their, their project. And the people who made that tool, they were like, well, we should probably be able to do this like for Oblivion to Skyrim as well, because um, the Morrowind engine, the Oblivion engine and the Skyrim engine, like on, on, on the ground level are the same uh, technology. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's just like, I don't know, like any other game engine, you know, you have Unreal 3, 4, 5, whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, it's like that with Elder Schools as well. And, and like Bethesda in, in general, like they upgrade their engines and they, they make improvements over time. But like under the hood, a lot of the technology is semi-compatible. So it, start, it started as um, these two guys uh, who went by like Monocles and Zilev uh, on the forums who basically let the tool loose on Oblivion and they, they shared their progress and it was, it was completely broken. Uh, like there was missing <laughs> textures everywhere, floating uh, like collision boxes, like everything that usually you shouldn't see in game, like markers and stuff, like they were physically there on oh. the map. Um, so, and, and just everything was, was broken. The, the game would crash every, you know, 10 seconds, but like the, the, the foundation, like it showed that whatever they've been doing kind of worked and that, that intrigued me and intrigued me even more so by the fact that no one seemed intrigued by it. Like no one really showed that much interest into this, like maybe because at the time, like Oblivion wasn't that old and the the like Skyblavian what what they had shown was completely broken unplayable so you know there's no point in trying to make that work maybe was the uh, the thought behind it yeah it's like um, too much of a leap to get from there to a product that was playable type of thing so it's like why even bother yeah exactly and at the uh, uh, at the chance of like pissing off Mickey D and the the Morrowind fandom um, I liked Oblivion better wow so being able to work on remaking Oblivion sounded more interesting to me um well you're no in somewhat good company as arc is more of an oblivion person and i'm more yeah more for me that's person. the best so the, yeah, the, so the, the best one is oblivion yeah whereas I'm, anyone I'm with it <laughs> so <laughs> no, I, I agree I, although i will say that the uh, the dunmer in uh and morwind sound better and i know like the the lore reason for this because like in in um in Morrowind, or I guess like on, on Bardenville, like everyone has like the raspy voice because of the ash. And when you're sure. in Cyrodiil, it's like people who have like not grown up around the ashes of Bardenville. I think that that's the 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 lore reason. But like walking up to a, a, a like a dark elf and I'm going, "Hello, how are you?" When you've you know gotten used to like the the Wildland, yeah, that's super raspy. <laughs> like that was kind of like oh, okay. Yeah, oh, oh you're, much, you're much more approachable in Oblivion. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I guess you kind of touched on this, but I, I would be remiss to not like actually bring it up. You, where, uh, kind of, where did you start with the series as opposed to like the programming side of? The, where did you kind of start with the series? Like, where was your connection to it? Everybody kind of remembers their origin to the Elder Scrolls series, and you kind of already mm. alluded to the fact that Oblivion is actually your favorite. Um. Was there? Did you start with Oblivion, or did you start elsewhere? Not, not. Well, we've not seen an elsewhere game yeah, yet. I'm so. not going to say uh, uh, what you've there. been playing. 
um no I, I guess it's it's a it's a pretty fun memory like uh gr- growing up i didn't have uh consoles at home like that wasn't something we we could afford uh and same thing with pcs i think at some point my mom had a uh a computer for work but like maybe it could have run doom but anything else you know it wasn't wasn't going to work um and i actually uh gotten into oblivion without knowing it was oblivion um through my cousins like they had the the, the shiny xbox um and i, I guess like microsoft did a, did a pretty banging job trying to uh like market uh elder scrolls 3 and oblivion uh on that on that system um so like my cousin had shown me morrowind morrowind i didn't like because like it was just like super foggy and slow every time mm. I, I watched him play but then morrowind. the first time i saw him play yeah it is it still is morrowind, unless right. you're playing with mods but I, I, I i'm sure it has its charm and not not even i'm sure like it has its charm before people but it's a different it. type it's of fantastic charm. game yeah well the thing with oblivion is that for Morrowind, Morrowind fans, like it, it's hard to to convince someone who's never played Morrowind, seen Morrowind, or even like an Elder Scrolls game, that this is something that's worth playing because it's kind of like it's a bit depressing. As I say, like it's foggy, so on, on a lot of parts of the game, it's very hard to see anything like interesting on screen unless you're like strolling through Vivek right. uh, or something like that. But like with Oblivion. I was I was watching my my cousin play that, and I just saw this massive world with 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 like open forests and like butterflies flying around. I was like, <laughs> "What is this?" The music's can, very whimsical. Can I, can I play it? it? It connects to that uh, in a very different it way is. than the music to to Morrowind. It, it's to I to your point. I've always found Oblivion very pretty, like like literally pretty where mm-hmm. Morrowind feels dirty and that's coming from somebody where Morrowind is my favorite game but it feels like <laughs> everything needs to be dusted off before you can interact with it yeah yeah no I, I I get that as well and I think with with Oblivion it's just like it's so it's so comforting and and welcoming um from like the the the, the, the very first time at least you go out of like the dungeon like the, the starter dungeon it's a very like high high fantasy uh high fancy type of uh type of game so it's easy for anyone to feel attracted to that kind of landscape i think that was pretty much the moment for me as well for oblivion like the the moment i was watching my brother play it uh at the time and i had no idea about elder scrolls or oblivion or rpgs in general and the moment Mm -hmm. he exited the sewers into that field with the little island and the ruins that's that was the moment for me like okay yeah i whatever this is i love it and i will play <laughs> it and i will cherish it and yeah since then oblivion's my favorite i enjoyed morrowind yeah, too i, I, I only I agree in that i i only managed to keep playing oblivion for like 55 hours that's that that was my limit at some point actually on <laughs> yeah go on, on the topic of morrowind uh a, a real quick uh, shout out because I actually got this in the mail this week, which is the yes. the 20th anniversary book from the uh, the unofficial Elder Scrolls pages. You may have heard of it, um, <laughs> maybe once or twice. I'm not, sure, I'm not sure if you guys actually sell this, but it's really fucking cool. Yeah, so the Patreon rewards here. I've got mine right here as well. <laughs> it is sick, and I, I got I got some some Lady Azura 
Um, I'm not oh, sure yeah, the, the other two are because I'm not like as I said super into into Morrowind and Dunbar, but it's it looks pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. These oh, man, the, USB not to, is not amazing to, with their yeah. Not yeah. to toot our own horn, but like <laughs> toot toot. <laughs> sea of Ghosts. Nice. Ooh. Oh, that came out great. <laughs> it, it is so yeah that's i always love when people are able to show off like they, their their mm -hmm. their reward and stuff like that for either being a patreon or um you know dave who's actually joined us several times on on the show at this point we eager to have him come back again soon um kind of interestingly enough we do a big charity drive each year for mm -hmm. extra life and um it, it was kind of funny because like they were like yeah we're all we're all about this and uh they we basically had an entire swath of the Patreon rewards to give away to hit milestones. And we're like, Oh yeah, that, that always helps to get like people incentivized or whatever. And oh, yeah. it, it was supposed to be a 40 hour thing. And we ran out of reward tiers <laughs> within the first like 16 hours because everybody was just like, donating like crazy and i'm like yeah. what do we do like we still have like 24 <laughs> hours of this and we're already like out of stuff and dave just kept coming up with more things he was like no no incentivize him with this and this and this <laughs> like <laughs> didn't you guys have like a a, a skyrim collects edition as well uh, we yes we have done <laughs> at this point i was gonna say i think i, I, like I remember that because I, I was actually like i was actually actively trying to get that because <laughs> you know, edition is something i didn't have the money for at the time and oh like, really now, yes i was gonna I, say I, I forget what event that was for but yes i totally know what you're talking about actually you can just barely see it alduin is up on my back shelf it's way off in the distance so it's not really in focus I, but the I, box I to notice. it is actually uh, yeah and that mm. is behind me i found that that's not a launch day one i found that at a local store somebody traded it in <laughs> and it was in mint condition at like a pawn shop near me and i just happened to walk in so i'm <laughs> i'm actually hopefully going to be going to like a, a a large city fairly close to me like utrecht it's like a half hour uh drive from where i live and I found someone who's selling an Elduin statue for like 50 euros. And I really want to get like around $50. That would be. And that, I'm, I'm, be a, I'm really hoping he, he, would, he would want to give that to me. Actually, like <laughs> something else I, I grabbed from behind me um, is, is like the, the UESP. The like, USB coin. Oh, the coin. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Love that. Yeah. Because I've, I've been like for the last three or four years, I've been getting yearly like care packages from UESP, um, which... Actually, now that I've I've moved out of my parents' basement, means that I can start using the calendar, you know, on the mm. on the toilet, <laughs> which is like <laughs> a prime achievement right there. That's awesome. Um, so all right, another question for you, going back kind of to like the uh, project at hand. What is uh? the project currently ongoing as as you know like mm. what you're involved with now what is what do you have for like a team who is involved with all of this um if people are interested how would people you know reach out and possibly be able to help with that if it's something you're still looking for like how how would you go about any of that and what would you say the team itself is like currently running like at this point mm. Um, well, internally, some of the people, they, they sometimes joke around, like, you know, if, if we're going to have a, a credit section for, for Skiblivian, it's going to be, you know, Skiblivian, 
uh, like uh, Project Lead, Rebel's Eyes, uh, uh, Creative Genius, Rebel's Eyes, like, <laughs> the guy who, who who did basically everything. Like it, it, that's like a kind of like a running joke. But the the fact is that, and I think I shared this on Twitter the other day, is that over the course of like the last six, oh, I saw this eight tweet. years, it was like like four hundred people, three hundred people Ooh. have like joined the project and contributed to some extent which is mind-blowing yeah that's a like literal that, that, development that's, team yeah. like <laughs> that, that's like a, that's like a, that's like a, that's not no like a development team i would say like that's 50 people like 400 that's like oh, a, yeah. a proper like it's, studio across three different countries that's what i'm saying <laughs> if i'm not insane. mistaken i think fallout 76 had like 411 people technically credited on it so yeah, like that, that's a literal team that works and, on the games in the main. And that includes series. all the like marketing departments right, and right, whatnot right, as well. For sure, like that's yeah, yeah. So like, I mean, that that is that is kind of like what the the development team looks like. I think there there's maybe a handful of people who I would classify as like OGs, like people who have been there from the start to like for longer than three or four years. Um, but the reality is that you know it's it's a it's a, um, a volunteer project, so people work on it in their free time. That's usually you know like when you lose a job or you finish university or you know maybe you are still in uni or or high school or whatever it is in life. You 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 join a project like this in in a time where you can allocate you know your whatever spare time you have to a hobby uh, like this. Um, and it's, you know, unfortunately people that generally can't like keep that up for, for years and years at a time. Sure. Uh, but regardless, like I'm super thrilled to have so many people, you know, helping us throughout the years. And like for me as well, when I, when I, uh, kind of like kicked off Skype Living as we, as we know it now, um, I was kind of like, like a, a bit of a, an, an outcast, you know, I didn't, I didn't have anything going on outside of school. Like I didn't have uh like a party every weekend or like any any social stuff going on so like this for me was a great way to to use my time without just you know like watching the paint dry on the wall uh <laughs> every 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 weekend so like for me this was a, a pretty a pretty good way to to escape um that like like a bit of like boredom and i guess in that regard there's at least a couple of like-minded people you know we were kind of like looking around the internet looking for something to do and then they find a project like this and then they're like oh hey well let's see what that's about they they go to our websites like at the time we didn't have a website but they would go to the forums uh of like more oblivion um and they would like say hey do you need help and i'd approach them and you know that that's kind of how, how things how things got started in the in the end we like managed to build a team like an international team of of volunteers who consist out of like actual you know professional developers um parents uh full-time like game nerds such as uh, a lot of people that 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 follow these projects and it's it's really cool and like on top of that what's what's so intriguing about the project like this is we are literally from everywhere you know we have people in iran we have people in in like the us we have people in in russia in ukraine you know, which especially now it's like a very weird concept. Yeah, this is a like real people... idea. Like it is it's something like this you brings know? people together in a way that the world constantly tries to separate everybody. 
It it does, yeah, yeah. and, and it, it kind of like proves that like that the whole the whole idea of borders it it doesn't exist really outside of the the little you know maps we have hanging on the wall, and there's just there's people from everywhere, and that's one of the things I I love so much about the the project is just that we're all these these different kinds of people like from different kinds of cultures, and yet we come together and work on something that's so like pure in a way and and like pretty pretty damn selfless um and it's uh i don't know it, it feels like very special because we mm-hmm. all have jobs you know like we we go to work and, and you know you, you do something to get something back you know i do work to get paid and here you do the work because you believe i don't know for a lot, lot of different reasons i guess mm-hmm. like motivation is different for everyone but like for me I, I really believe that we can have like a really cool impact on, on like the the gaming scene as a whole with something that's done out of love um and for other people you know it might be like really good uh like work for your portfolio which it is and that's totally fair too other people they're just like kind of bored and they've been making models on their own they want to do it together mm-hmm. with 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 a group of people like i've made a lot of good friends through the project like the, the friendships I, i've built with skablivian that yes. for instance when when uh, lotus you and i met in in, in boston i would have never right. gone to boston <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there was exactly a gaming convention right. there and i could i could meet some people that i've been talking to like online for years face to face right i got, it, I got it, like it the, the the cheapest the cheapest airplane ticket i stayed in like the ghettos of of boston yeah like, which an there, hour or two walking away from the convention but it was super cheap it was what i could afford at the time and it's honestly right. i can still say it's one of the best weeks of my life Sure. Yeah, it is. It's it's and that's why it's one of the things whenever we discuss like a post event thing, it's never to make people be like, oh, look at all the stuff we got to do. Ha ha ha. It's like if you ever get this opportunity, take it. It's mm-hmm. totally worth it. And it can be incredibly fun and something you'll probably remember yeah. forever, especially Ark. I was going to say you you were all like we, you just went to the game, ESO Games I, Tavern y- yeah. in Cologne, Germany. And it was, <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's like. It I, is. I, I was there too. To... I, I was. Wait. Was we there like last year? Yeah, the last just this last event. Then we we missed we missed each other because I was there end. only for like the the, the tail end because I think the friends I was with, uh, we were at like Gamescom for like most of the day, mm-hmm. uh, and then we were at like the tavern I think for an hour because my brain. Oh back home was that that same night so i couldn't stay for that long but i did see like the the dude in like the 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 uh, the nord armor and his mm. like uh his wife like the, the 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 woman he actually proposed to recently yeah wearing yes. like the Aldmar armor yeah oh man awesome. I, yeah i had no idea you were there but i'm if, I mean, if it was, it was, only fair, it was hour, pretty packed yeah it was it was and most of the time you so with Demon Cat Daphne, uh, we were either playing the real Tales of Tribute with the card game because they yeah. wrote the cards, or we were jamming inside to Saltatio Mortis most of the time. So yeah, we didn't mm. didn't really meet, and we thought we were the only English speaking people there most of the time. Uh, some some <laughs> other people were there as well, but initially it was just. I mean, obviously, majority of the people there were from Germany, and yeah, when mm. when we found out that like i was there and demon cat daphne were there and we were both speaking english and not german at all um that's we just started hanging out and yeah sort of i guess isolated from the rest of the event but yeah to to your (laughs) point like it's the the events elder scrolls brings a lot of people around universally 
but digitally. And then the, the events are indeed a great way to get together. And I feel like as a franchise, as a brand, Elder Scrolls is one of the very rare games that bring commun like create this sense of community. I mean, it exists in other games mm. as well, but for some for sure. reason, Elder Scrolls just feels different. I don't think any other franchise out there that has a community that is that has this level of dedication and build friendships on a mass scale like Elder Scrolls does. I think well, because it's uh, in, in part is like so like uh, clean slate in its design. Like you can be anything right in it's more of a template game, whereas, for what you want to do yeah like for 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 uh a, a second life almost like a, a fantasy life whereas if if you know if, if you've been dragging your feet in in the real world or you know like you, you've been having some trouble at school or at, at your job or whatever's going on like old schools games and I think, like the in some respect, like the Fallout games as well, like just like Bethesda mm -hmm. in general, like it it allows you to just like go somewhere, change that mindset, and be someone completely different, and sort of like fill in who that character is is in that in that fictional world of yours. And I think that is something that a lot of people can relate to. And yeah, I I, I definitely so, agree with that. And then you when we talk got about endlessly as well, right? <laughs> and now it's like we've all got like the the group connection it tends to just fall in line with bethesda games which is kind of interesting but like yeah elder mm. scrolls fallout you know that becomes your little escape but then when you can share your escape with somebody else who's also involved with the series so you both have the same template again for like the game backing but at the same time it's like oh well, here's my experience of this it's basically like talking to somebody about your real life except in this yeah. fictional world mm -hmm. so it's pretty pretty unique because so many gameplay like you can play the same nobody really has the same skyrim experience like it's always yeah. different like except stealth archers you know <laughs> one way or the other it happens it, it it doesn't matter if you're an 80 uh 84 year old grandmother playing skyrim or uh you know someone getting into it for the first time it feels like it, the, the game is sort of like designed around making you a stealth larger sooner or later um Ro robin so, chat is like no i am the only one who I'm plays stealth stealth archers. <laughs> sure well, you that's are, you are. <laughs> yeah you're right rob it's just you um so one of the things you had mentioned uh was the the fact that you know you had the the not wanting to have the art kind of switch the art mesh go from game to game have there been any other like major holdups that you can think of or you know challenges you've needed to overcome with this project be they bethesda imposed or just like oh we did not account for this because you you said you've kind of gotten your you know experience by doing this so as even as we got ready to record this show technical issues abound all the time when you're mm. dealing with technology so like has there been anything major that you hadn't accounted for when getting started here that you've run into conquered still working on over the years no it's it's been pretty smooth sailing like there's been no lack of time technology people um expertise like it's been it's been it's been really easy going for the last uh last few years that's actually 
That's like <laughs> wild to think about. Like, especially no, when I'm, I'm completely bullshitting you. Like, <laughs> I, I was curious how you would react. Spoilers, nothing works like that. No, you, you, no, you mean been, you weren't serious? It wasn't a smooth sailing the entire way. It basically did itself. <laughs> no, honestly, like, I, I can safely say this is the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. And I genuinely hope it's the hardest thing I will have done in my life once it's like <laughs> over with. Because like, where to start? Like managing hundreds of people over the course of years, like with language barriers, who you can't sit next to physically. Sure. Working on a game that we don't have on like a server where you can easily distribute it. Um, having, granted we have the Elder Scrolls, like the, the creation kit, but that is like a very small part. Like it's a, it's a level editor, basically. There's mm -hmm. a lot of tools we don't have and we had to either develop or simply wait for other people to make and you know sort of like lock out and and get our hands on it um so it's been it's been an, an uphill battle it, like for instance even like working in your own time there's 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 only so much time in the day and so much time in the week like i i work full time but most of my weekends are dedicated to sky oblivion it's been like that for years it's actually gotten to the point where i'm very uncomfortable with the idea that at some point i don't have anything like that going on anymore and i'm not sure what i'm supposed to be doing then like maybe try and play the ukulele because that's something <laughs> i've been thinking of for like a couple of years there you go other than that, i don't know i don't know what to do hobby. anymore you can always import <laughs> like oblivion you... into elder scroll 6 engine yeah okay so that <laughs> would actually be easy because all of the assets we would have already been made like that's that's ah, the, the that biggest sense. the biggest time sink, like the biggest logistical nightmare yeah. so like that 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 would actually be smooth sailing compared to what we've done uh like so far but even uh it, going going back further like when starting the living project um i was convinced that this could could be done in like two three years mm -hmm. for some reason um <laughs> and I, I i was like i was going to throw in the dlc as well that was like the the first the first time i i i made like an announcement for the oblivion it's like yeah Give us a give us a couple years. Give us your support. We'll give you like the base game, all the minor DLCs, and shivering else. Gonna be lit. Um, and that didn't really work out the way uh, I thought it would. So like that that was the the, the first mistake. Um, second mistake is having only uh, like modding experience, and like the the modder the modder's mindset is I don't really care how I get from point A to point B as long as it just looks really cool. And really crisp like you see 8k spoons on the scarum nexus <laughs> or like 4k gold coins which to be fair like they look really nice up close but like try running every texture in the game at like a 4k resolution and you're going to be struggling and unfortunately like when when we were like doing this oblivion project way in the start like that's how we did it like we we made uh we, we basically started out with just remaking textures because i did i couldn't find 3d artists um so we were like okay well i we have a few like texture guys so let let them just like start off with doing textures and we made the mistake or i guess i think it's kind of my mistake of not really like reading into the subject uh of like game design and, and how you should be making assets and like how to make the game run in an optimized way which is essentially like using texture sets so if you like if you look around my room it's a it's a it's a white room with plaster there's some wooden furniture uh and like some other like miscellaneous shit so in, in a game you will basically have 
like you have plaster and there's like this thing called vertex coloring in the creation kits. So this white plaster, you can make it any color you want without having to use like unique textures. And for wood, for instance, if you make a boat, you really need like three wood textures and you don't need like a, a unique boat texture. You just need wood. Doesn't matter what kind of wood, just just wood for planks. You know, and that's how you would make a boat or make a crate. And what we did was we're like, okay, this crate needs a unique texture. That spoon Ooh. needs a unique texture. That boat definitely needs a unique texture as well. Everything is just like unique textures. And that's how we ended up with like a, a, a game that doesn't run as well as it should, um, <laughs> which like we're, we're fixing now, but like it also takes more time to, to like sort of like reverse all the mistakes you made along the way. It's great because we learned from it. Uh, but in hindsight, you know, if, if we could start like the project from scratch, I think you can shave off like at least three years of just like stupid <laughs> mistakes. Yeah, I mean, not, yeah. The, the, the whole process then is, because I never got into modding, but my job is game development. Like I make a living from making games and this whole mm -hmm. process is fully in parallel with actual, like how game development works as well. It's, you never know what you're gonna run into. It always burns up, goes up in flames. Deadline is never a deadline, it never works. And you constantly have to fix what you did before. So th this is, yeah. at this point, I would say this is pretty much like running an actual game studio, just within oh, yes. the context of Bethesda's engine. That's it. Like, you just have a frame that you work with. But other than that, everything you're explaining is pretty much just game development. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, one of the, the, the worst issues we've run into is it's, it's not even the fact that you're working on a volunteer basis or like everyone uh, is their own person and like they're, they're doing this uh, because they want to. So it's like hard to, to manage people. Like you, you can't really say, you know, you do this again because it doesn't look good enough. Or I mean, you, you can, but like people might be a bit yeah, not too happy about hearing that. So like you, you have to be. You have, you have to find like a balance between something that's shippable and something that is like it just like doesn't work in the game. Um, but like th that uh, that aside, like a really big issue we run into twice actually uh, at this point is that we found out there's there's basically a limit to the amounts of changes you can make within a plugin, which is basically what like Skyblivian is. It's like a master plugin which contains the whole game, um, and essentially there's a hard limit. To the amount of stuff you can add to the plugin and changes you can make to that world that we run into and like i think this is like maybe 2018 2019 that we run into that for the first time uh which was a very stressful moment because it's kind of like a, a brick wall like all of a sudden right you just like can't you're progress. halfway through the map <laughs> and you, you can't put down anything anymore because like the game like it doesn't want you to load more than it already is um, and that's an issue that we run into, I, can't, I think, last year as, as well. But thanks to like the the unofficial uh, creation kit fixes, this like hard limit has been increased from like I don't know something like two uh, like two hundred thousand to like four million. Ooh, okay. Whatever. Okay. Like, so a refer huge references jump. basically. It should it should allow us to to finish this, but I mean like that's one of those things you run into that you don't expect mm -hmm. right doesn't know how to deal with it like we were lucky that someone was like okay i think this is something we can actually fix 
one of the fixes we had is like originally we used um uh, when when you're working with with the the, the Skiblivian plugin, the Skiblivian uh, game file, you would load all of Skyrim, then you would load Skiblivian. Like that's like the the second file basically in 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 the list. And at some point, Skiblivian became too large to where you couldn't load the Skyrim file anymore. So then we got someone to like strip it, as we call it, and you you take like the the 200 megabytes Skyrim data file and you strip it down to like 10 megs, and it only contains the asset references, so you can still put down like a crate from Skyrim, or like I don't know, uh, magical effects or markers or that kind of thing. But there's like, if you go to to the Skyrim game when you have our Skyrim file loaded, it's basically empty. Like there, there is no Skyrim anymore. It's just like a dummy file, basically. Wow. That's like one of the the fixes we we came up with at some point. Interesting. It's probably Skywinds. Skywind is probably the one who uh, who who came up with that. That's clever. Uh, that we copied. It's clever, but it didn't like it didn't last us long enough. Sure, yeah. sure, but it's just like yeah, and and I guess that's kind of the thing where you literally need to trial and error some of this stuff to actually figure out what works, doesn't work, slash has the effect you want, but you also need it to continue having the effect you want as you keep yeah. progressing as well. Um, and and that's kind of like the reality of a project like this. It's it's basically everything is working against you all the time and even like the the people that join the the project like bless them they're fantastic but like oftentimes someone will will join the project with good intentions they will they will pick something up and then they just won't be able to to finish it due to whatever reason mm -hmm. you know like they sure. may have gotten sick they may have gotten a new job uh they may have gotten engaged married whatever's going on uh, it 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 takes precedence because this is just like a hobby thing. And when you're like sitting at home making model ships, that's fine because like it's your thing. But here it's a it's a group effort. So when someone picks something up and they they fail to to finish it, um, it creates like a logistical problem mm -hmm. where they have been like holding on to that that claim. Let's let's call it a claim. Um, so no one else has been able to work on it because it was it belonged to someone else. But now at some point they decide okay. I really can't, I can't do this or, or me or someone else is like, okay, we, we've tried to get this for like a few months. Can you tell me right now this can be done in a week? Cause otherwise we really need to get, get it into someone else's hands. And then often after a conversation like that, uh, it ends up getting you know taken away from them and give it to someone else. But the reality is that the months that they, they have been trying to work on that or like working at it uh, on it and finishing it halfway have now been in some case like wasted and now someone else mm -hmm. needs to to pick it up and they need time to you know actually finish that claim as well and it sets you back like that that's that's been a really big challenge as well um whereas if we if we were a full-time studio you know i didn't i wouldn't have to go to, to like a second job throughout the week and then yeah, work right. on this after i've made my dinner you know <laughs> right and a bit on twitch maybe or just like work on on the volunteer sheet or do like some catching up with some of the people that are working like bigger, bigger projects within like the the, the umbrella of Scarblivian, like all that. It, it would just be done during office hours, and you know we'd be hanging out together, taking a little lunch break, walking to the park, like going through some of the stuff we ran into that day. It would have been so much easier. But that's that's not the reality of a project like this. And then that's also why it's such like an interesting an interesting challenge. To work on like it's it's the jigsawiest of, of jigsaw puzzles to try and make this work 
but like it's it's good that we we have been able to get that because it just means we have some really fantastic people in the project who you know are carrying it and helping uh getting it you know over the finish line and they really are there 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 are people on the project that you know are breaking their back getting us to to where we need to go and and when you were talking earlier like what what does the, the 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 project look like and you know how 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 does it work with people working on it um there's a really big a big team like a big group of people who who you know do what they can and then there's you know a little group of people that are just like mvps like they mm. they get they get shit done um and the funny thing is that without either of them the project you know wouldn't be able to succeed which is yeah. why I think it's so important when you're looking at a volunteer project. It doesn't matter if you manage to finish one spoon or an entire city's worth of architecture. Like that one spoon at the end of the road will still be one country contribution that someone else didn't have to do. Mm-hmm. You know, right? So plus, like, think many of how many times that one work. spoon is there. Like you got it in different <laughs> areas. Like, <laughs> it, 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 it it's was, funny it to just think it. that something so small could have such like an impact in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, and it it does. So like that that's that's always the 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 thing that I find so interesting is that you you can you can you can be anyone and and help out with the project if you if you really if you really want to. Like you, you can teach yourself the base of the creation kit and even if at the end of the road you've only contributed like 2 hours, that's you know 2 hours that someone else didn't have to put into it. Right. You know? And that that's really cool. And at the end of the the road when people are playing this and I hope that a lot of people will be playing it, there's like hundreds of people's work like in that game that you're playing through you you might not notice all of it you might not you know stand and 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 appreciate everything for like minutes at a time but it's it's there and it's like a piece of someone that is now part of this this bigger bigger thing this bigger game forever like there's a piece of you in there and i think i think that's 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 pretty pretty damn cool as well about a project like that or like Mm -hmm. any game really right as well yeah each each piece is what makes the experience that you're you know experiencing it it, it's made of all these little parts not just oh yeah look at this vista okay that's great but you know then there's the story it's like you know food falling through a table or something gave you a laugh so you remember that scenario it's like well okay yeah but somebody designed that cheese wheel and that plate and it's like it Mm. all comes together to make the experience Uh, it's like it's like a crowdfunded project but instead of like financial backing and donations people just use their you know workforce hours whatever to time is a lot they do it their time basically Yeah. yeah Um, That's actually pretty so, amazing, and I, 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 I don't see any other game but Elder Scrolls. I mean, Elder Scrolls has is obviously has a massive modding community as well, relative to mm. some other series. But again, like, sure, it's just I, I. Do you know any other like examples of such an undertaking in any other franchise or anything like that that supports Fallout modding 4. for? Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I should have said we, Bethesda General rather than yeah. Say, ironically enough, same company. It's weird. Yeah. It's almost like <laughs> yeah. this company kind of like breeds this atmosphere. It's weird. I mean, the the the, the Half Life franchise, like Half Life Two, has a lot of mods. Half Life mm. One had a decent amount of mods. Like Half Life One is what basically gave birth to Counter Strike. For instance, I was about to say Counter Strike technically true, is a, a a community mod project that became kind of embraced by the devs. So yeah. 
Yeah, it's it is, and it's like it's sometimes <laughs> like it's it's weird to think that these things are, I don't know, not even officially the thought process when they kicked off, and it became this whole thing that just becomes ingrained with it. It's like, oh yeah, no, that's totally just part of the thing. When Morrowind came yeah. with that little extra creation disc. I remember when I looked at that, I was like, the hell is this? Because I was, I, I was like, I was like, oh, I don't know how to make anything. I was like, I just want to steal people's stuff and do skooma. That's fine. Like, but it 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 ended up opening the door for all of this now. Like that that if that wasn't given out at the beginning, it might not have taken this path to where we are now with these projects. Mm. Um, so this is actually a community thing, but I feel like it really ties into exactly what you're saying. Uh, so shout out to Gone Crazy back soon. Um, but with such a massive undertaking like this, how do you keep this organized so that stuff isn't missed? Like, don't get me wrong. I know stuff is literally always missed to a degree <laughs> and then some, you, you, you'll catch stuff. But like the degree of organization to a project of this size has got to be an undertaking in and of itself. Like... Are you just really, really organized by default or did you need to come up with some stuff to kind of keep this under control? Oh, you seem to be muted. <laughs> That's all right. We are, we, we are fairly used to stuff breaking here at oh, Tales. Hello? Oh, there oh, you there go. You yeah, now it works. <laughs> that was great. All right. Um, okay, I'm not gonna have the uh, uh, the 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 noise canceling anymore. I guess <laughs> that's um, totally right. fine. <laughs> it just, every, everything everything just broke. What, what was the question? Uh, so <laughs> it, uh, no, no worries. So um, going off this, um, with this being such like a massive undertaking and everything like that, mm. how do you keep these things organized so things aren't missed? And like I know sometimes things do get missed and you catch them later and stuff like that. That's all part of it. But like, are you just super organized by default, or did you guys need to come up with something specifically to keep this stuff organized in a way that it could be managed so that you know you don't have constant oversights or things that are just totally like, oh God, we missed this and this is a huge problem because it wasn't accounted for. I, I think one of the the saving graces of the the project, like early on, was that I, I made spreadsheets for for everything. Like I I didn't go into this this project nearly willy. Like I, I was I was prepared. I was going to fucking war for this project. <laughs> like I I was taking this seriously. Like it's more serious than my education at the time. Um, so like I covered everything I could think of that you need to make for a game like this um in in uh, a spreadsheet of one form or another so that we could you know physically like cross it off the list yep um and that's that's i guess how we how we organized it early on um as time went on you know you learn that spreadsheets are not magic and you know it's it's a great way for for listing uh what you have to do like the 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 grand scheme of things but it wasn't like a, a proper solution to 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 properly um keep records of what's going on where by who uh like for instance for the 3d departments we use uh trello these days mm -hmm. which is like a kind of like a can kanban kanban boards um, okay yeah which is which is very convenient uh but then for something like interior 
uh, interior dungeons and locations like houses, shops, etc. We use the the good old good old like spreadsheets because you can sure. basically have like a, a big list of every location. Uh, like someone puts the name behind it, you have like different check marks of uh, like claimed, work in progress, up for review, merged, like part of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it kind of the, the depends on on what department like, you're looking at, but like generally speaking, everyone is be like everything is being kept track of pretty accurately these days like the the quest of property is on github for instance because mm-hmm. it's easier because you know, they're, they're doing a lot of like coding and debugging to like track all the bugs that they run into um even actually the 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 game like the uh the build like the current internal build is on github as well because it, it's safer that way yeah. than putting it on google drive or something like that which we used okay. to do for years uh, and there's actually a few leaked versions of Sky, Sky Living out there, oh, wow. um, <laughs> which were from the, those builds. Nothing really worth playing, and mm. you know people are free. Like if you look hard enough, you might be able to find something. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a bit safer, but also more convenient because like nowadays, when someone new joins the team, like we set them up like their, their GitHub account to to our like account, um, and uh, yeah, we can we can get them to basically download the build like that. And every time like mm. we, we push an update, like when we replace a spoon it's it's put on github automatically and all you have to do is like fetch the latest update and boom it's in your game so like it's it's one of those things you know where if we would have had this from the start things would have been so much easier sure um, but hey, yeah no, this, this is where we are and, yeah uh, <laughs> streamline it right out the gate but i mean yeah at least at least you've got access to something like that now do you have um so do you have like a specific thing just in like looking back at like the grand scheme of all of this and how it's unfolded over the years do you have a specific thing that you've managed to uh create or accomplish from your perspective like something you managed to do that was just like that was like your crowning moment so far that you it's like oh my god i can't believe i actually did that or the the fact that it's like oh wow this was a disaster and i actually we 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 fixed it and just for like from you, because again, this is as much your growing experience as the project itself growing as a whole. Um, I think honestly, my 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 crowning moment for like the project as a whole is just uh, keeping it together. It's <laughs> just like, like keeping it running. <laughs> yeah, that that that's been like a, a really really major major feat. Um, I think I think the the difficult thing about being in a position like this. Um, you know, when you're you're kind of like the 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 person like responsible in the end for the project, is that it's also your responsibility to to keep things going and to keep things from moving forward, even at times when you don't really believe in it yourself. Um sure. I think it was like Jonah Loeb, like one of the people who worked uh at like Bethesda Game Studios. So yeah, he was he an artist. Fallout 4, yeah. Fallout 4, I... Fallout 3, I think uh Skyrim obviously as well. Um, I don't have it near me, but I actually uh, won uh, a thing from him, and he did a custom signed uh, piece of artwork for me that oh, I actually cool. no, I, I love his art. So like, I, I actually <laughs> I, I know exactly what you're talking about. He's a seems like just all around a fantastic person. So he, he had this this image on on Twitter at some point, which is basically like the the life cycle of a project. And you know, at first you, when you start the project, you know you're you're really really excited for it. Things are going well. You get the teams together. Um, you have like your first breakthroughs, and then you kind of like hit the the ceiling, and then you yep. know, you, you have like the first technical difficulties. It's taking longer than you expected. the The game is getting is getting bigger and bigger, and like it, it's it's very unoptimized. 
shit starts going wrong someone like <laughs> has like a falling out in the team there's like a big fight people leave and then you know you fix like an issue you've been running into for like the last few years and like it, it starts to look like this might actually go somewhere um then like a few new people join the, the the project who are able to you know get a lot of work done uh you have like some dude who offers to make videos and like you you make a trailer that does really well more volunteers pour in and all of a sudden like you're you're on like this this slow upward trend where you can you can see the the release somewhere in uh in the in you know in in the near future and i think that's like the 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 crowning moment so to speak is like to even even when i i didn't always believe in it myself cuz like honestly the the project has been through some some shit like there there've been at least like three key moments where it that could have been it like that it could have been done and dusted right then and there um so i'm i'm pretty pretty proud that we've been able to keep people together um i've been able to like uh you know put on my poker face at times and say it's everything is okay we're going to get out of this we'll figure it out um and have the I, apparently like the trust of people to the the extent where you know they they would keep rallying behind the project every time we uh we run into some some issues uh so like i'm i'm, I'm very very grateful to to have the people that we do on the team uh and the people that we did in the past um because yeah with without you know everyone doesn't matter if it's like six years ago or the people that are here now uh helping out the way they have that's kind of like the only way we could have arrived to the the state where we are now um sure so that's yeah that's that's kind of i guess like the 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 crowning the crowning jewel um and hopefully as well you know most of those people will like that are here now will be there at the the very end which will be like a very a bitter bittersweet moment i guess like It'll probably be pretty surreal once it's actually like out in the wild too i would imagine yeah i think i think i think it'll be uh pretty pretty insane to be able to like actually give people the opportunity to get into the game and play it yourself and to an extent like finish this this chapter um because I, I know that the, the the interesting thing is that you know like your life is basically a bunch of choices that lead you down a certain you know route and it there's there's usually no real way to go back and like re-roll and you know see if if the other the other uh, choice would have like worked out for the better mm -hmm. um like at some point i i got i got really obsessed with skeblivian um working in the gaming industry was something that i just i didn't see as a possibility for me cuz i didn't have the education there was no education near me that would allow me to do that and like skeblivian was kind of like the dream where i could make working on a game reality to some extent Okay. I've been able to I've yep. been able to do that for a couple of years and it's been it's been like a lot of fun but at the same time you know like people that I was in high school with they focused on you know like proper education mm. and proper careers so it was sometimes difficult to see I don't know like people getting getting married or buying a house or moving out and you still you know <laughs> being upstairs yeah. at your at your parents house working on this little little, little project of yours Right. Um, it's like, uh oh, did like, I do this wrong or did I not do this wrong? <laughs> but I mean, funny enough, it got to me to where I am now. And I actually like I got a, right. a job in the gaming industry because of it, or at least yeah. partially because of it, because it, it made me realize like, OK, this is something I actually like to do for real. 
and then I, I started following like an education that followed that it focused a bit on uh project management because I was like I've been doing project management basically for sure. the last few years and like I I must have some sort of a knack for it because it's still going relatively well yeah, so might as well, <laughs> so. well on education like that that sort of evolves around uh around you know like working on larger scale projects and how to to manage that and then from there you know I I did an internship at Activision once um and sort of that was kind of like my my foot in the door uh like within the uh, the gaming industry uh so to speak which is where i i work i work now and you know yeah. i'm not i'm not living with my parents anymore so like at least i got that going for me now so <laughs> it's pretty good <laughs> well that's just it when you you know it the the hardest part of a lot of these things is just kind of like being committed to like okay well i guess i'm gonna do this and you don't really get a definitive like okay well i don't know this is gonna work but if i don't ever start it i guess i'll never mm. know if it's going to work so yeah well i mean like in in 20 what was it like 2014 something like that's when i when i first saw scoblivion like i did like my dream then was to to make scoblivion like an actual thing that people could play and now that I'm like a lot older than I was when I started it, mm-hmm. you know, you, you you start having new dreams, right? Like I've I've been I've been dreaming of being able to to buy a small house uh, and have like my because I, I I have another hobby actually. I, one is working on Scoblivion and working on mods, but I also um, keep like bees, honeybees as a oh. hobby. So like oh. lately, I've, I've been having this dream of at some point in my life. I'm just going to work my ass off, um, do like, you know, like proper, like 50 hour weeks. And I'm going to be able to buy myself a small house somewhere with a, with a little pasture. I'm going to have a few chickens and like my bees and like upstairs, I'll have like my gaming PC, like looking over the apiary. It's going to be fucking amazing. (laughs) It's actually really, it's funny you say that the um, shout out to the old lore master Lehman Tuttle from the Elder Scrolls online. He was actually a beekeeper. Um, oh, sick. And I used to All love right. his bee updates. He called it Beetopia. Um, <laughs> he would just do like, you know, just quick snapshots from like what it, what his backyard looked like. And he's moved on to a different project within ZeniMax mm. Online Studios. But I just that was one of the things that I, I, I always liked. I was like, oh, that's that's like really cool. So. It's very on brand for the series, too, I suppose. <laughs> Maybe, maybe at some point in 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 the, uh, the the far future, like mods will be behind me, and I'll be you know like working in my little uh, little apiary, doing my <laughs> thing there. I don't think so though. Like I'm, yeah. I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna be here for the long run. I'm I'm curious though. Like after after Skyblaven is out, I might want to do like the DLC. Yeah. If if I can, if I still have that kind of energy for it. Right. If not, I'm just gonna like hand over the project to whoever's left and you know bless them and, yeah uh, and go about luck. your own uh sure go about your own thing but uh I, I, either way like elder scrolls has had such uh a massive impact i mean you can probably tell you about all the elder scrolls shit in the background yeah no uh, no kidding i was gonna say you look at if you're watching the the video version of this literally the three of our backdrops are like the nerdiest shit imaginable <laughs> yeah. like, I, I don't i don't have a personality anymore these days i'm just like the guy who Probably like scaring me <laughs> too much. Elder <laughs> in general. So that's that's you know, a lot of us, though. <laughs> yeah, uh, I was gonna say that's shockingly so I, on I, brand. That, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I don't want to have to reinvent myself, and I don't want to have to sell that stuff or like redesign my 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 
you know, gaming room with with anything other than this stuff because that'll be expensive as well. So I might as well just stick with it. Yeah, find maybe a bit more like a, a hobby that doesn't take up as much time as it does because this has been just like filling up every minute of free time for like the last few years, and it's right. it's kind of to 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 like an, an unhealthy amount. Like to today as well. I'm I'm super thrilled to be here. I've never been on a podcast before. But it's also, you know, like this is this is my weekend. Earlier today I was working on Skyblivian. Now I'm right. doing the podcast. I'm actually a little bit sick and I have to work tomorrow morning, like really early as well. So like yeah. that's that's been my my weekend gone. So maybe maybe it's not that bad at some point to like stop doing that stuff and, and get a little more, balance. Like, like Yeah, playing 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 games or like keep making mods, but make small mods you know <laughs> right yeah throw, throw them on nexus throw them on bethesda.net but like keep it a little little bit more like bite-sized yeah mm, not yeah, like yeah. hey let's let's do another remake of like right so anyways about daggerfall being in skyrim <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah that, that that that's actually called uh, skyrim and it Ooh. is made by the the quest lead for from skyblivian like the guy who who leads the questing department yeah yeah he made that mod that is really cool because I was gonna say I've actually been doing playthroughs of the classics, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and and the current one I'm on is Daggerfall, and I'm using the Unity version for stability purposes because I I'm fine with like I, the old style graphics and stuff like that. Yeah, but you know the farther back you go, the, you, things are definitely not as stable because mm-hmm. you know you've you've got some pretty mm-hmm. huge jumps in technology, and a lot of people suggested they're like. Use the Unity version. Yes, it's going to look a little different, but it, they were like, it, it accounts for some of the procedural generations. So your your you know quest item won't be in a wall, and then your game is over because you can't actually win anymore. It's like yeah. okay, that's kind of what I would like. I would like to be able to actually go through and complete it. Um, so that that's actually really awesome. So maybe maybe um, I should start doing a podcast as well. Right? Know, hey, you're welcome to come back and join up. us. Yeah, <laughs> say, this, has been, this has been great. <laughs> um ark did you have anything else uh specifically you wanted to throw out before Mm. we kind of not really but like all of this just reminds me of um i i there's there's a quote from todd howard i think it was during the one of the like either 2011 2012 uh keynotes that he gave Mm. And he says something along the lines of, like, create something great and, you know, you will find success. Like, um, make the player proud that they play your game. Make yourself proud that you made the game. And I remember this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's one of my favorite quotes in gaming. And the fact that Sky Oblivion and the other TS Renewal projects exists is, to me... uh, it shows that you know that that quote is right. I mean, yeah, that's how, like the embodiment of that quote. Yeah, that there's so many TES renewal projects yeah. happening. Like, is like, yeah, there's a lot of people who love this stuff. I mean, th- oh, th- yeah. th- th- that's the point. You know, you made something great that both your players and yourself can be proud of, and they extend up, expand upon it, and they it's it's yeah, one of a kind. Yeah, no, I, I definitely uh, I definitely agree with that. And uh, you know, fingers crossed that when it comes out, everyone who's worked on it will will get you know the credits that uh, that they deserve. Because again, like the, the the amount of people that have worked on the project over the years is 
insane mm -hmm. and yeah with, with, the, with the latest trailer doing so well we've had like a lot of new people during the project as well um so i'm uh yeah i'm i'm very much looking forward to uh to 2025 and although it's going to be like a very a bittersweet moment it's going to be historic to like a, a certain degree as well being able to have worked on a project like this and like ship it having right. it release because that that doesn't happen often like a lot mm -hmm. of the comments you'll see online, even on like our own Skoblivian social media, is that you know, like people basically look at like when was the last time a big project like this came out, and maybe the 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 things they can come up with, like at least for like Bethesda games, are uh, Nairim, which was like the uh, the mod for for Oblivion, and then uh, like Enderal, like the mod for Skyrim. Those, yep. those oh, are maybe yeah. like the the best examples of like a, a properly full fledged game. Uh, coming out, and you have, you have other models like Falscar and, and Wormstooth and, and the sure. like. Sure, um, but like the, the like those two are kind of like a, a game built on uh, right. On the they, are, engine. Yeah, I was gonna say those are games kind of like formed out of the game as opposed to yeah, like yeah. That that's what I thought. I, I'm not super familiar with them, but that was my understanding mm -hmm. at least. So okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so like hopefully we we can. We can prove people that uh, this kind of thing can happen. It's just like the the, the problem is that you're you're doing you're doing something that took like a a, a team of like full time game developers like five years to do back in the day, I, and mm -hmm. like RPGs, uh, I, I still like when I was talking about dreams earlier. Another dream that I have is to actually do make a game of my own or like of our own uh, at some point as well. Like one of the things I learned is that open world role playing games are a bitch. <laughs> they are a lot of work, yeah. <laughs> and you don't really realize until you know, you know, you, you get your hands dirty. Um, it's like with watching a movie. Like I love Lord of the Rings, but you know, the the three hours of the extended edition go by so fast, and it took so many people so many hours of their lives to put that together uh, you don't you don't notice that like you you just like zoom through mm -hmm. it the first time playing skyrim as well like you you can you can get through the main quest in like maybe 10 15 hours yeah, some people right. might you know leave the game at that point i'm like of the other uh the other group who like basically plays 50 hours of like side quests and stuff before they even get to the main quest oh yeah so i i i feel like i get my time out of it but still like when i was a gamer without like all this background info into into like modding and like proper game development now as well these days you you don't realize what you're what you're like walking through you don't realize all the time and effort that went into it but now <laughs> you see that it's actually a lot of work it's and, a whole uh, another level of appreciation that comes with it yeah yeah like for sure we, we've we've seen the hot dogs get made and it's beautiful <laughs> it's, <laughs> It's Unlike amazing. an actual hot dog being made. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, like I think, like for the metaphor, this is equally as as messy and disgusting <laughs> at times. But like the the end results, you know, like yeah, the love, the camaraderie, that's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure, for sure. Um, so I guess uh, where I, I for the sake of, for the lack of a better way to put this, promote like yourself. Where can people mm -hmm. find um? your project you personally because you mentioned you you uh, stream on twitch you're actually in our chat with us on twitch right now um wh where where can um where can people like 
get in touch with you if they want to help with the project or just want to follow along with all this stuff from the various things you do? Um, well, that's an easy one. Uh, just <laughs> go to like Skyblivion on any social media, basically. Uh, that's S-K-Y-B-L-I-V-I-O-N, Skyblivion. Easy, pretty, easy, uh, yeah. it's, it's pretty. It's pretty easy. We also have a website, <laughs> www.skyblivion.com. And if you do forward slash volunteer, you can find the volunteer page where you can, you know, like put in your 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 contact information and and whatever you had in mind that you could work on for the project. Um, it's like that 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 would be the the main one. Um, and should you think I'm interesting enough to to follow, uh, it's Rebels Eyes, which. I guess I should spell out as well because you, you Pro- spell it probably. Out. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> when we were originally typing it, I I definitely messed it up like once or twice when I was trying to put it in. I was like, whoops, whoops. <laughs> it is weird. It's like from back from like the 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 Call of Duty days, you know, where you had to come up with a tag. Like my yeah. my real last name is Rebel. Mm. Okay, Rebel, Rebel size like with an S was taken. So now it's Rebel Z I Z E Rebel Zides. Or as people <laughs> like sometimes when I raid people on, on Twitch, they're like, oh, Rebel's easy. <laughs> Thanks for the rage. Close enough. And like, ah, that's good. whatever. <laughs> I mean, I can't judge. I have a completely made up name that I did not consider it would turn into any of this. So now it's a nightmare. Yeah, I, I should have. I should have kept my like original username because that was Grower. Grower. <laughs> so like, it, just, it just sounds like Grower. I don't know. You're, you're trying to impersonate like a, a weird tiger. That's amazing. Um. Well, this has been like an absolute pleasure. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad you could find the time to actually join us. Uh, th- this is, I'm really, really glad this came together because I, I personally and many people I know are very excited for all of this. And uh, yeah. yeah, I look forward to being able to bump into you again at uh, PAX East this year. Yeah, see you in, in a month. Yeah, but a month, a month I guess. Yeah, a month, yeah. And a month and a couple of weeks, right? So and Once sweet. again, I'll just watch jealously yeah. from this I'll, side. I'll send, <laughs> I'll send you pictures, Ark. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, thank you. Thank you guys very much for having me and for everyone listening as well. And for the people that do follow the, the Skip Living Project already, like a, a super, super heartfelt thank you as well. Because like without all the people showing their support and stuff, um, I think very similar for you guys. Like you you wouldn't be here. UESP probably wouldn't be a thing either yeah. if there weren't like people, you know, being awesome like cheering you on from the sidelines <laughs> yeah um, so. uh, i was gonna say it's what what's the what's the phrase it takes a village and it really like without everybody being involved it it really just doesn't work so yeah. agreed so thank you everyone well thank you yeah um so yeah you want to oust us arc <laughs> yeah i mean so are you gonna stick around further rebel what is what uh, I, I do I do have to go because originally I think it was supposed to actually head out an hour ago. Right. Oh, <laughs> snap. <laughs> That's why I was like, let's yeah. try to free you here. So no, I it's it's greatly appreciated that uh that you, you you joined us. So thank you very much for that. Yeah. My pleasure. We appreciate it. I guess um, All right. are we going to continue, Lotus, or what do you what do you um, have in mind? I, I was going to say, I didn't really have too much else in mind uh, from this point on. I was going to say, I'm not going to lie, it's lunchtime for me as well. So okay, I wouldn't be case, opposed to closing up shop so I can go eat. So <laughs> I, shall, I shall release you as well. Then we should do the outro. Uh, I, I was so in it listening to Rebel that I completely <laughs> forgot what the structure for the entire show is. <laughs> like I, In my mind, in the background, I was considering whether if I had time to 
squeeze volunteering for Sky Oblivion as well into my life. <laughs> so yeah, that's sort of... Anyway, um, so since everybody has to go, we're gonna try to speedrun the outro as well. We're gonna skip Lotus and me in terms of where you can find us and go directly yeah, for know. the show. You can follow everything we do over at talesoftarmielpodcast.com. There you can find links to all of our social media and content. Be sure to check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash UESP if you want to help support the show and earn awesome Elder Scrolls themed rewards in the process. You can also consider leaving us a five-star review on iTunes so people know that we are a real podcast, that we say real words, and sometimes it matters. Thank you all so very much for joining us on this episode of Tales of Tarmiel, and we will see you all next week. Have a great one, everyone. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. When Akatosh slew Lorcan, he ripped his heart right out. He hurled it across Tamriel, and the heart was heard to shout, Red Diamond, Red Diamond, the heart and soul of men red diamond red diamond protect us till the The laughing heart sprayed blood afar a gout on seer it fell and like a dart shot to its mark down in an alien well Magic affused the Lorcan blood to crystal red and strong Then wild elves cut and polished it down to chimel at a ball Red diamond, red diamond, the heart and soul of men Red diamond, red diamond, protect us till the When elves lost Nern to men, Akatosh gave the stone To Saint Alesh in token of her right to sit the throne Red diamond, red diamond, the heart and soul of men Red diamond, red diamond, protect us till Red diamond, red diamond, protect us till the end.